Second base has been, for years, since like the late 1800s, has been positioned so the center of second base is at the corner, which is just a slight, slight difference, a couple inches off from 90 feet away. Um, And so a couple of inches makes a big difference. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Battery Mates. I am here, and this is Toby, and I'm here in Chicago, uh, ready for the baseball season to start. Matthew, are you with me? Are you here? I'm here. I'm I'm so here. I'm actually excited for baseball. <clears throat> Three months ago, I was like, baseball sucks. I never want to watch another game again. And now I'm literally counting the minutes. I'm so excited. Yeah, I don't even remember the lockout, right? Like, I'm just... It's, it's so... What? <laughs> I've completely, um, you know, I, I've moved on. Um, I'm, you know, they, they have, they have me, uh, major league baseball knows, but they haven't a fan like me. Um, yeah. Opening day is like five, five days away, five days. <laughs> think about that. That's crazy. Um, I think we're going to do a pretty short episode here because we have really important items, uh, to get to, which is our preseason predictions contest, which we, you know, uh, this is our seventh annual. Can you believe that? I, I, that doesn't seem right. I know this is our seventh season of Battery Mates, but that doesn't. It does, still doesn't seem like we've done seven prediction contests. I don't think we did a prediction contest the first year we did this. I, I think we did. Did we? I think it was 2016. I think we did. 17. Good 18, lord. 19, 20, 21. Yeah. <laughs> you, I had you to do count. the math. <laughs> yeah, I was just doing the you know uh, fact checking our, our research team. <laughs> it just doesn't seem possible, but uh, here we are. And uh, I think what we want to do is sprint through some news that's happened in in baseball over the last since the lockout ended. And uh, but first, I think we should take a, a, a quick step back and, and talk about the Nats and the guards. I think we're I think I think people are saying the guards, which is I don't I don't. What do you think about that? I don't. Anyway, I don't know. How did they do? That's that's what uh, Irish people call the police. Guards. The guards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's you're gonna it's have guard, that. Garda Shikona means civil guards in Irish. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're fact, gonna... fact of the day. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, it certainly seems, I mean, nothing seems natural about the team name right now. So we'll see how it feels in a month, but um, it's one of the, my favorite parts of watching some Supreme training games is I'll, I'll have on like the uh, opposing team's feed and just listening to how many times they say Cleveland Indians, Cleveland Indians, and then suddenly realize, Oh wait, they're not, <laughs> they're not the Indians anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's been some pretty, uh, it's going to take some getting used to is what I'm, I'm gathering. Uh, anyway, I'll t- I tell you what the, yeah. um, the, the logo is so much nicer. The C is, mm. is, is a step up on the, on the, the old version. I think so too. I think, in a, and part of it is just, <laughs> I don't want to get into the, the design elements here, but the, the white outline of it is, uh, yeah. just makes it pop. And in a way that I think they could have done this with the block C, 
but uh, the Diamond Sea, as they're calling it, uh, is is I agree, much nicer. Uh, I'm not a design person per se, but I also want to be really careful not to say anything to annoy Justin Baraski. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, <clears throat> talking talking of being talking of annoying, the Nationals are going to be annoying this year. That it's 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 not going to be, it's not it's not going to be. Um, it's not going to be a fun year. <clears throat> we did we did the kind of real breakdown uh, last trade deadline. Traded uh, Trey Turner and Max Scherzer and, and so on. We haven't really done much to come back from that. Uh, we signed Nelson Cruz. Uh, to oh, be I forgot our about that. <laughs> so-called designated hitter. There was some chat that Juan Soto had been like roped in to help pitch him on coming to the Nets. And that he was like, you're going to be the first move of, of a big, you know, we're going, we're going to go and win. And uh, if that is true, if that is true, Nelson Cruz is going to be super pissed with one so <laughs> for bullshitting him. Because he's, he's basically the only signing we've made. Um, uh, Nelson Cruz is coming in to try and help us score some runs. Sean Doolittle has come back to try and make us feel better about life because... I'm fairly sure that we are going to be uh, going toe to toe with the Marlins for uh, propping up the division, and it is not going to be fun. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to baseball, but I'm not expecting anything at all from the team. So what what letter grade would you give your your uh, your team this off season? The what? The what? <laughs> what letter grade would you give uh, your the? Oh, letter grade. I thought you said what letter day. I was like, uh, Wednesday. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> letter grade. Um, the 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 off season was a whoa, uh, C minus, and the team coming into the season is a D minus. <laughs> I like those two distinctions. Yeah. Well, over in Cleveland, uh, it, it it's not better than that. Um, you know, uh, I think it's fair to say some national national outlets gave have given Cleveland um, an F grade for the offseason, which is hard to argue with. Uh, for one, uh, they have not signed Nelson Cruz. <laughs> they haven't signed pretty much anyone of significance. They, they <clears throat> The biggest signing was Brian Shaw, who is a relief pitcher that most Cleveland fans, you know, I, I, he was great in 2016, but most of us really don't like seeing him pitch. Um, he, he's... He's fine. He eats up innings. He's good in that way. Um, he's not a significant addition, and he's he's like the fifth highest paid player on the team now. Um, uh, and they've spent a cumulative of like three million dollars on major league players in the off season, uh, which is about a third as much as the the owners of the, the Dolans. And the Dolans have a, a family member named Matt who's running for Senate. And they've dipped uh, $10 million of their own funds into that campaign. Um, that <clears throat> surely losing effort uh, and, uh, you know, burning money, uh, burning $10 million and not investing it in the Cleveland Guardians. And I think uh, I've seen that pop up, that stat pop up quite a bit lately uh, among fans. And I wonder um, if that doesn't, uh, at the very least, they should feel shame. And uh, that is not, uh, that, that don't that's such an obvious talking point to you could erase by just you know spending more on your team um 
but I, I think they've they've been pretty uh, the front office has been pretty uh, honest about that they had a plan A for the off season and it didn't didn't come to pass. Um, they were they were in on <laughs> no uh, shit. Yeah, uh, they were in on a few of the big names. It sounds like they were in on uh, the, with the Reds uh, for um, Jesse Winker. They were in on it uh, with uh, the the A's for. Matt Olson, um, just the other teams outbid uh, in the trade department. Uh, and so the plan B is let the young kids play and see what we got in our, in our prospects. <laughs> and it's, it's going to be interesting, I have to say. I think there, it'll be – we didn't – I think the, this is the penalty we're paying for not learning enough about our prospects last year. Um, I think they did a bad job of, of managing some of the time uh, spent on the field. And so we're having to spend another – half season potentially full season on some of these players that you know most of us think we know enough about but i think they they want to they don't want to be burned again on letting someone go who turns into an all-star but speaking of all-stars i think that so the thing that's confounding about this offseason is i would say uh you know on the whole on balance this organization is pretty savvy when it comes to marketing and understanding that what you know, spinning what they what they're doing and they're planning and and make. It, I think they treat their fans uh, normally. They treat their fans fairly well in terms of um, being honest about you know where we are and what. what but they know they're in a rebrand right now. This is this is like a, a the critical off season for this team, yeah. and they've done nothing. It's confounding. I do not understand what the plan is, and right now there's there's a lot of rumors. Um, uh, it's, it's clear they're in they're in, a, in talks with Jose Ramirez about potentially extending his his contract. He's under control for two more years, um, and you know, kind of keeping him a guardian for for life, um, which would be huge at at repairing some of the damage done here or some of the trust lost in this organization. But opening day still isn't sold out, and that isn't something oh that God. that's something that hasn't happened in Cleveland in decades. And I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think the only thing that can really... I mean, they just announced today that Tom Hanks is going to be throwing out the first pitch. I don't think that's going to be enough <laughs> to, get, to get people in the stands. But um, I think a Jose Ramirez extension might might be the thing that gets people not just to buy jerseys and hats and whatnot, but um, to uh, to get them into the stands. Um, but anyway, I agree with you. I think F on the offseason. But I think for the team they're, they're, that are, they're fielding, you know, the floor is high. They have a good pitching staff or starting rotation, I should say. And they have Jose Ramirez and a couple other players who are legitimate. Um, you know, Jose Ramirez is one of the best players in baseball. But they have a, a pretty solid core, I think, that right now, without any additions, they're probably sniffing 500, um, which they were 80 and 82 last year. So I, I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give them a C minus as well for this for the the product they're about to put on the field. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, good times. Is the um is the the lack of spending like an electoral issue? Like how 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 beloved is Cleveland in Ohio politics? Is that like costing them a couple of points in the polls? I mean, I know Justin Braski is making it an issue on his Twitter feed, but I don't yeah. know <laughs> how representative. His Twitter feed is of the discourse in Ohio politics. I don't know. I, all I know is it can't help. It can't help him. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, I think 
and cynically, I think you could see the reverse being true. Like if they went out and just spent on this team and made like a, it's just like a, a, a just like a, an incredible investment into this organization in this offseason ahead of the Republican primary. Maybe he does receive a boost of, of goodwill from that. Um, but I think that there's there's so many people who are upset or say they're upset or feel upset about um, the name change and the you know politically political correctness and all that that bullshit. Um, uh, that I think he's he has an uphill battle <laughs> when it comes to the Republican primary. Um, yeah. Not to mention that he's his like positioning himself as like a Mitt Romney type candidate, um, which (laughs) (laughs) I I would imagine Mitt Romney would have a hard time winning an Ohio Republican primary at this point. (laughs) I love Cleveland. The trees are the right height. So let's, let's do, so we're calling, I'm calling this, I don't know if you you like this name, but I'm calling this the segment uh, batting practice because it it literally just want to lob up some, some meatballs for us to kind of take wax at and, Really, one swing. It's just like not a. It's not a an extended topic that we want to spend hours on, but little little items here and there. Um, so you know, Battery Mates Nation can shag those balls, if you will. Um, can can we start? Because I don't understand. I haven't been following this, but I, I saw that the Ricketts, the owners of the Cubs, who claim to have biblical losses in financial situation with the Cubs, are uh, rumored to be or in the running to maybe purchase a um, a soccer team. In Chelsea, is that right? Uh, a football team, yeah, Chelsea Football Club, uh, to give them their official name, are up for sale because the previous owner uh, got his money corruptly through uh, <clears throat> a, a, a corrupt sale of um, natural resources in Russia under Boris Yeltsin and Vladimir Putin and has been sanctioned because of his relationship with Vladimir Putin. Um and the war in Ukraine. So that sucks for Chelsea, but they brought it on themselves. It's a very kind of like, you know, that meme about uh, man sewing. Yeah. Hey, this is incredible. <laughs> this is so great. Man reaping. Fuck, this sucks. <laughs> so fuck Chelsea. Uh, the Ricketts family are one of the groups who are um, apparently in the running to buy the club. There are a couple of American firms and a couple of Middle Eastern firms. Basically, no one in Europe has got enough money to buy Chelsea. It's going to be a couple of billion pounds, so just over $2 billion. And uh, the view is that Americans are less controversial than Saudis or Qataris. Uh, however, the Ricketts family <laughs> <laughs> fucking suck. And as soon as it came out that they were in the running, there was lots of news stories in the in the sports media here about how racist they are. Uh, yeah. So I'm not sure where that's going. They haven't made an announcement yet about uh, which ownership group is in the front running, but I'd be surprised if the Ricketts were the, the named group. Well, it's something we'll keep an eye on. I, just, I think Cubs fans must be like, wincing at the idea that they're you know they're they're justifying cutting back payroll and uh, you know by these biblical losses so-called biblical losses and then they're about to spend two billion dollars three billion dollars or more right because the pounds the conversion you know i i can't do the math but, right 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 um and i, t- I tell you if, if they are if they, if they are named the preferred bidder there's going to be a lot of news coverage about how racist the ricket ricket's individuals in the ricket's family are like apparently uh a couple of the chelsea players who are muslim said that they would leave if the Ricketts family 
uh, took ownership. So that, that, that would be a very, very controversial thing. And there would probably be repercussions for the Cubs. I don't think the Cubs, like, it doesn't get talked about that much with regard to the Ricketts family now, right? They get talked about as Trump supporters. Right. But that's kind of glossing over the, well, super yeah. racist Trump supporters. So um, I think it could be awkward for them. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, okay. Well, next item here. Uh, so uh, the they, they, the players and the owners have agreed to the health and safety safety protocols. Some of the the rules that are are being uh, you know we we had kind of celebrated on the last episode that uh, we were getting rid of we're back to nine inning uh, double headers and we're back to no uh, automatic runner on second and extra innings. Um, and that has been, that latter one has been undone. We're back to the, what some people are calling the ghost runner, but is, as, as others have pointed out, um, I think Anthony Castervince is the one leading this charge. It is not a ghost runner. There is an actual person on second base and anybody who's played, you know, backyard baseball, uh, knows that what ghost runner means that it's represented. It, it's assumed that somebody is on that base and not actually represented by a human being. Fair point. Um, I like that, uh, one writer, Craig Calcaterra calls it the Manfred man, <laughs> Which you have to be of a certain you have to be of a certain era to get that that reference, but um, I enjoy it. <laughs> uh, anyway, want want. Uh, so, have you been following the story about unvaccinated players? And uh, yeah, and I love this story. It's crazy. I mean, so in Toronto, it's basically like, yeah, you can't play here. <laughs> you're not going to be able to play here in Toronto if you're not vaccinated, um, which turns out affects a lot of teams. <laughs> Um, the the Yankees and the have, have quite a few players. I think the Red Sox may have a, a player or two. I mean, I know Trevor Story got vaccinated as part of his deal with the Red Sox. Um, and then the Yankees, of course, you know, New York City conveniently changed its 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 rules uh, so unvaccinated athletes can participate in home games, which is great for the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving and um, and all that. But yeah, I. <laughs> It's it's kind of like interesting that this might actually, on the whole, be a, a, a major advantage for Toronto, right? Huge advantage for Toronto. I mean, there are several, like, Aaron Judge is not vaccinated. Aaron Judge is not playing multiple games this season as a result. And uh, I'm here for that. I, I kind of, I personally, like, we don't have vaccine mandates in the UK. They're quite rare in Europe. And I'm I'm kind of okay with that, but it is funny to laugh at the Yankees for <laughs> several of their players being dicks. So you know, well, we'll have more reasons to yell at, laugh at the Yankees in a minute. Um, yeah, I I just I think that Toronto already looking like a scary team um, could have a pretty significant advantage in home games this year. Um, well, you mentioned rule uh, rule changes here. Um, and we, so have we, have we talked about, have we looked at this, these Atlantic league experiments every year? They do some experiments in the minor leagues. Uh, and this year it's no different. Um, this year they have two things they're going to be rolling out in the Atlantic league. One is the, a, a revised version of what they call the double hook DH, which is you lose your, you know, traditionally you lose your DH when the starting pitcher leaves the game. Um, and now they're, they're they're revising that to uh, to to be that if the starting pitcher goes five innings um, or more, uh, you don't lose your DH. So it incentivizes pitchers going longer into the games, which I think is good. But um, 
interesting because that it that that wrinkle that fun little wrinkle about pitchers and dhs um is going to be something i, I don't know it, it to me i think that's it, it would be an interesting rule if they had the you know enforce I love the this. actual rule I, I really love this because it makes it, one of the things we lose with this stupid universal dh thing is you lose some of the element of management of yeah. of, of, of you know <clears throat> in-game management and I, this um this approach was kind of how I thought the the compromise between the leagues could go. That like, you know, we we we'll we'll have a DH in the National League if we have to, but let's at least have something like this. So I'm really I'm really keen I'm really keen on this. I don't think it will go anywhere though because I just don't think the teams want it. I just don't think the I don't think TV wants it. I think fans would love this kind of stuff. Fans who go to games, sorry, yeah. <laughs> fans who actually go to games would really really love this. Um, but I don't think that's who. I don't think we're who the MLB are catering for, should we say? <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't tend to uh, give a shit about the fans who are, uh, you know, watching every game um, for some reason. But I think you're right about that. Um, did you hear about this? Like that they're going to experiment with moving second base. Yeah, but I don't. I, I mean, I've heard of this, and we're also later in the show we're going to talk about the bases getting bigger. I don't really understand a huge amount about the implications of these things. So it's hard. Why do this? Well, it's hard to explain without looking at a diagram. But if you imagine like 90 feet on each side of the the diamond, the bases are on the inside of the corner. So like the corner of the base is is, is like it's wedged into the corner of the diamond, right? So it's facing in, right? on the home plate, first base, third base, they're all like wedged into the corner. Okay. So do you, can you see what I mean? From 90 feet away. um, And so a couple of inches makes a big difference. (laughs) Okay. 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 Um, But what they're going to, what they're going to test doing or uh, try out here is bringing second base. So it's also in the corner, which is going to make it, I'll just eensy beensy eensy weensy bit closer to first base and eensy weensy bit closer to third base and uh, even yeah. less closer but closer to home plate. Um, and which, if you just look at a diagram, is actually the way it, you think it should be. It looks off as it is now. But um, anyway, interesting. I've got to say, I've got to say, uh, this is news to me. Like the, I'm looking at the diagram now, and I did not know this. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, right. slips under the radar. And I think they're experimenting with the minors. I don't, in the second half of the season, I don't see how, how they wouldn't just go through with this because, you know, unless they see no difference whatsoever, but I think, you know, a couple inches makes stolen bases easier. makes it easier to, but it's, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting. Um, we'll keep an eye on that monitor, how these rule changes go. Um, and then the last thing I, before we take a quick break here, um, the, the big news um capital one is now going to be the presenting sponsor of the world series so we'll now have to say um oh do you have tickets to the world series presented by capital one uh things like that <laughs> like I, that's the <laughs> that's, that's the that's the <laughs> i don't know really know what to make of that <laughs> yeah they did this to the fa cup which is like the prestige um knockout challenge cup in the uk it's now like the FA Cup sponsored by Barclays or whatever, and nobody says it. 
only only the people on TV say it. Um, no fans say it. And I think if a fan did say it, they would be immediately marked out as a cop. So <laughs> I, I, just as long as they don't start calling it the Capital One series. Right. But I, yeah. You'd have to hope that even the MLB would not be so stupid as to try that. It just depends what the the price tag looks like, right? Um, <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, they're they're going to be putting. They just announced today. Um, this is there's breaking news while we're recording this. They just announced today that what the 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 um, uh, corporate logo or uh, sponsorships on uniforms are going to be. It's not going to start till next year, but they're going to have four by four patches on the sleeves, um, which is ginormous, by the way. Four by four is quite large, much larger than yeah. they have in the NBA. Um, and starting that starts next season, and then starting twenty two. 2022 playoffs they may have a, a universal corporate sponsor on the helmets of the uh, during the playoffs so uh, we'll get to see what rob manfred can cook up with his corporate friends um but speaking of which should we take a quick word from our sponsor it seems like it's the right time let's do it this episode of battery mates is brought to you by capital one now the official presenting partner of the battery mates preseason prediction contest we're just days away from the first pitch of 2022, which means it's time to go on record with what you think will transpire this season. Record a voice memo with answering the following questions. What's your name? Who's your team? How many games will that team win this season? Will they make the playoffs? Which two teams will play in the World Series presented by Capital One? And who will win the World Series presented by Capital One? Then make sure you send that voice memo to thebatterymates at gmail.com. That's thebatterymates, all one word, at gmail.com. No later than 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday, April 5th. And you'll be officially entered into the 2022 Battery Mates Preseason Prediction Contest presented by Capital One. Capital One, what's in your victory wallet? Victory wallet. <laughs> yeah, that was an odd. I, I wonder if that would. Oh, I guess that slipped in there. I don't know. Is that, that? I mean, you can't you can't see your script, but presumably that's victory wallet with a little R after it. Yeah, for registered. Uh... <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, it, it, it. We could have been the the uh, preseason prediction contest presented by Orca, um, but uh, <laughs> not, not not this season. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that. Uh, I'm hoping that I will. This sponsorship alone will be able to cover my baseball trip this year, which we're honing in on some dates, looking like late July. Um, <clears throat> I'm hoping that this sponsorship will cover that, but unclear at this stage. Well, it depends on how much ends up, and if if it, it's only going into our victory wallet, I'm not sure how we yeah. can spend that money. <laughs> yeah. um, can you book flights off of your victory? I don't know. I got it. So uh, I got it back to battery, back to battery practice, batting practice here. Um, I got, I got to tell you something that bugs me. Um, I've seen this a lot about free agency, uh, where like the journalists will compare like contract size and offers based on like the tax rates of where the player is playing. Have you seen this? Is if this is this something that's just in only in my Twitter feed? Uh, I, I've seen it. I haven't seen it a lot. But I've seen it. I have to say, this is among the dumbest thing I can I can imagine about sports coverage. One, I think it's it's just stupid. It's not how money works. Um, you know, if you're, 
I understand cost of living and tax rates and all that stuff matter, believe me. But that's not, that's, I'm certainly not, I imagine that's not, it shouldn't be the consideration or top consideration where someone signs. Mostly because of B, that's not how the taxing even works. There's something called, most states have something called jock rates, which I just recently learned about. I don't claim to have known this before. But essentially, it's so it allows like a state like California to tax visiting players as well. So anybody earning money in the state gets taxed by that state. And so you have players in the Major League Baseball huh. get taxed by several states, not just the one that is their home game. Although, obviously, they'd be taxed a little bit more or, you know, more. They play more in the home state or whatever. So, you know, players who play in California will get taxed more. But it's not like you, you don't you can't just like take the salary and apply it to, uh, you know, the California's tax rates. And, and that's the equation. It's just it, and, and, the, and the I think it's just lazy logic. And I just I cannot cannot tell you how much it irritates me to see that out there from i think otherwise self-respecting journalists okay i'm done moving on (laughs) let's keep going let's keep going um we need to talk about the yankees (laughs) because they i've I've heard i I listened to john boy media and and they've talked a lot about this and i don't know if i understand it but what i do know is nlb wrote to the yankees with some accusations about them cheating, but the letter was sealed. Yes. And there is now a chance that the letter will be unsealed. Yes. And we'll all find out exactly what they were accused of and what the findings were. Yes. That's that's as far as I've got. I mean, I'm tremendously excited by the prospect, but I'm not (laughs) sure I've got a full understanding of what's going on. I think you summed it up well. I mean, the the key, the relevant point here is it's regarding the 2017 Major League Baseball season, which is the season that the Astros also cheated. Uh, and the Red Sox had their, like, kerfuffle with electronics and <laughs> uh, Apple Watches and whatnot. Um, there were shenanigans. <laughs> there were shenanigans. Um, what I think is rich about this, so the the Yankees today, again, another breaking news story. Um, you know, I just realized something. I, I have been taking a lot of news stories at face value today, and it's April 1st. So... <laughs> I, I hope I'm not relaying bad information here, but I think I saw today the Yankees are contesting the unsealing of, they actually are appealing the unsealing of this letter. Um, so, uh, which is rich because Brian Cashman, the Yankees general manager, uh, the other day um, was on the, I think I was on talk radio and was complaining about fans who were complaining about the Yankees World Series drought, which fucking read the room, Yankees fans, World Series drought. You've won a World Series in 2009. Um, get get you know get out of here. Just get, just leave. This is not a safe space for you anymore. Um, if you're going to complain about that being a World Series drought. That said, Barney Cashman was saying like that, that's not fair. That's not fair because we put together a World Series team, and in 2017, you know we know we why we we didn't get to the World Series, <clears throat> uh, and <laughs> basically saying because the Astros were cheating, which. Fair. However, knowing that we all know there's a letter out there from Major League Baseball with some, you know, level of shenanigans, as you put it, uh, that the Yankees were doing the same season, <clears throat> it it is pretty rich for Brian Cashman to be out there publicly complaining about the Astros cheating. Now, maybe that was actually I was thinking, well, maybe that means there's nothing in that letter. That letter is going to be pretty, um, uh, you know, it's going to be pretty minor or mild. Um, 
But now the Yankees are fighting to keep it sealed. So who knows? Um, <clears throat> I just think it's very, very rich. Um, also, fucking get out of here with the World Series drought, Yankees. Um, you know, <laughs> come back, get, get back to me when you're in uh, multiple decades. Um, you know, you know, we're coming on since we. Well, are they saying since they've been in the World Series? Okay, that is kind of embarrassing. Then never mind. They they haven't been to the World Series since 2009, right? I don't think so. Yeah, so that is embarrassing. I take it back. <laughs> what a, a laughing stock that organization is. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's have a, let's have, let's go from one good news story to another one. <laughs> the Nationals, the Nationals uh, cherry blossom uniforms have gone down incredibly well. Everybody loves them. Yeah, everybody. They got to be my favorite. I, so I loved the Marlins last year. I thought those were just really out there um they're like bright red and teal do you remember what i'm talking about the marlins city yeah, connection yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but the nets do you want to describe what the what these look like for people who haven't seen them well they're, they're the kind of gray that makes you feel like a superhero would have it as their kind of like outfit it's that kind of gray doesn't quite cover it it's kind of like a charcoal gray um, but it's just like a smoking hot charcoal gray with cherry blossom indents on the gray. So it's kind of shading, I guess. I don't know. Um, the intricacy to the design, uh, along with a really, really beautiful actual cherry blossom coming out of the WSH that goes across the chest. It's not an actual also, flower. It's still a, it's still a designed element, right? It's not like no, 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 no. It's an actual cherry blossom from the trees. They've they've. I mean, there's very little cherry blossom left in the city because they've had to. Uh, yeah, it's a design. Um, but they're also. I mean, this isn't the thing that most people are happy about. But I, they've used the W that's like the Washington Senators W rather than the curly W. Yeah, and I just love that. I love that. And anyway, I mean, it's just, you know, no one wants to hear, like, uh, an ill British person trying to describe a design. Just go and look at it. Just Google <laughs> it. Uh, and you will see how beautiful it is. Um, I'm hoping they'll have some left when I, I... We can't import anything in the UK now. We've left the EU, so it's really annoying. I'm hoping to get one when I'm over in July, but we'll see if they've got any left. It's a beauty. Yeah. It's an absolute beauty. I think it even convinced. I saw on Twitter that um, uh, John Hagner said that he has a, a moratorium on buying more Nats hats, and uh, this is going <laughs> to by break that moratorium. Um, let's go to a let's go to a depressing story. Um, you know, we've covered Trevor Bauer on this on this program for multiple seasons, and we have a new policy that we only cover him when he's in legal trouble. Um, because it's it's you know uh, he's just I think he's at this point I think it's safe to say he's just a bad person. Um, so he's still on administrative leave in the league and will be until mid-April at least. Um, and the, the you know the commissioner has the right to suspend him and has not announced that yet. Um, seems pretty cut and dry that they, that he has earned that suspension based on the facts that even Trevor Bauer has admitted to in court. So anyway, we'll see. Um, but the thing the reason he's in the news this week is because. He's suing the Athletic, uh, the the publication that that first uh, published the story uh, about um, his 
sexual or racist assaults on on women um and that got that, that i think where the story erupted the first in the first place right um and he's choosing specifically uh to go after molly knight there's a great twitter thread by an attorney named akiva cohen who kind of breaks down the the legal strategy that this this filing kind of show shows of what trevor bauer's trying to do and the, and he's specifically going after the journalist in question uh, who happens to be a woman who didn't write the the, the piece by the way didn't write it right. she tweeted something right. didn't write it um and so going after uh the the publication first of all trevor bauer you know we've given him credit for being a pretty smart guy when it comes to marketing himself in the past uh clearly doesn't seem to be concerned about rehashing this issue bringing it back up making news stories about his allegations uh bringing them back into the the, the you know the headlines um and then having to sit down for a deposition where he's going to have to answer questions about this on you know under oath uh which is a bad idea as most attorney i'm not an attorney i'm not you know they've taken my license away for a good reason but i would you know if i were an attorney i would say that's probably not a good idea trevor um, anyway, he's done a lot of things that aren't good ideas in his career and, you know, started with him being an amateur rapper, obviously, and there were some drone issues. But this one seems to be um, a real big uh, own goal, I think, is, 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 is am I using that ter- terminology correct? correctly? Is it? Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's own goal. And I cannot wait for uh, to see how this uh, goes. But, but at the same time, it's also extremely depressing and just a really awful story and i i hope he goes away uh anyway um <laughs> bring us back <laughs> yeah okay talking of droughts the dodgers obviously uh <laughs> i mean i just anyway they are already calling it that that they are going to win the world series this year right i mean yep. this is i don't I like Dave Roberts. I don't like the Dodgers, but I do quite like Dave Roberts. Same. But this is uh, no, no, not that cool. What, what did he actually say? So he he said, "Put it on record." Uh... It, it, I've got I've got the quote in front of me. We are winning the World Series <laughs> in 2022. We're winning the World Series this year. Put it on record. Now, obviously, he made. Uh, I mean, a silly mistake there. What he meant to say was, we're winning the World Series presented by Capital One this year, <laughs> put it on record. But he obviously just slipped up. But I mean, <laughs> I mean do you remember, there was a, a few years ago when, um, who was it that we'd signed? I think it was when the Nationals signed Max Scherzer. Um, and Bryce Harper was like making a, he was in an interview saying, this is awesome, we're competing, we're, we're really... You know, and and he he tried to emphasize that by flippantly saying, "Where's my ring?" And he got just he just got beat to shit for that over the course of the whole season. That he had like and apparently like really seriously said like, "We've already won the World Series." It was obviously a flippant comment, and anyway, he was only you know it was just very obviously flippant. This is different level. We are winning the World Series this year. <laughs> put it on record. I mean, it's just. I feel like the, the the put it on records. I mean, look if if 
Cleveland ends up playing the Dodgers, uh, it's not going to happen, but if Cleveland are playing the Dodgers in the World Series, put it on record, it'll be on T-shirts uh, that will fuel yeah. the economy in Cleveland for yeah. for years to come. Now, Read my lips. Yeah, no right. new taxes. Yeah, it seems like a really, um, again, <clears throat> potentially an own goal. However, if any team is going to is gonna make that prediction this year, I think that the Yankees West might be the one to do it. Um Right. They look at they're a pretty scary team. Uh and uh, good lord. Um yeah. Well spe- speaking of predictions, <laughs> um I think everybody's eager to get to the the season here. Everybody is happy for baseball to be back um and for opening day to finally arrive. Uh so I I think we it's time uh if, if you've been waiting around this long or you've been flipping forward in the episode to get to the end of the episode so you can remember <laughs> how to enter this contest. Our preseason prediction contest is open right now. It starts right this minute, and it runs through Tuesday, at 5 p.m. Uh, Tuesday, April 5th, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. I got to get it in by then so we can get our opening day episode out in time uh, for for real baseball to begin. But here's how you enter: it's super easy. It only takes about a minute to to enter this this contest. Um, it's a lot easier to enter than it is for us to figure out how to get prizes to the winners. Um, which are going to be magnificent. These prizes are just like, oof, so good. Um, takes a minute. Here's what you do. You use your voice memo app to answer six questions. One, what's your name? This is like literally, that's an easy question. I think that's an easy, that's the easiest of the questions. Two, who's your team? Also fairly easy question. Not for everybody. Some people have a hard time with that. Three, how many games will that team win in 2022? Uh, admittedly a harder question. We don't know make a guess four will they make the postseason that's a yes or no that's a yes or no count the wild card counts expanded postseason wild card counts five which two teams will play in the world series presented by capital one that's an important one uh you want to get those right six who will win that series presented by capital one so that's it that's all six questions you have to answer then and this is i think maybe the most important step because if you don't do this part i don't know we won't be able to count your entry because we won't have received it send that audio file to the batterymates at gmail.com that's the batterymates at gmail.com the batterymates all one word by 5 p.m eastern time on tuesday april 5th yeah the glory of winning lasts forever um you know and only one person's won twice so even if you've won it before you uh you, you have a Either you have a legacy to continue or uh, someone to chase. So, anything you want to add to that, Matthew? Isn't the isn't the reigning champion a current elected member of the UK Parliament? Well, I think he won two was years that, ago. Was that was yeah. that the year before? Okay. Yeah. Ross okay. Ross Manuel Sarketo is our current reigning champion. That's right. Um, That's right. Two time winner. <clears throat> and, but we've never had we've never had an elected member of the U.S. Congress win, right? That's true. So when it comes to ele- you know elected bodies, UK is on top. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so so we're we're basically looking. I don't know the Canadian House of Commons, the, the House of Representatives, or Senate. I don't mind which. Uh, maybe we can get Mitt Romney to to make an entry. Uh, the Swedish Parliament the Finns have a version of baseball they could get interested so I think we're particularly we're looking for prediction con- uh, entries from anyone at all but uh, if you are an elected member of your national legislature please definitely consider getting in touch 
Yeah. And I think, honestly, if you when you submit, you raise your chances of being elected. Um, I think there's there's some there's some early science. It's early, but I think there's some promising data on that. Um, that's yeah. certainly true. <laughs> I um, I uh, yeah, we're really 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 keen on elected officials. We're not keen on Philadelphia Phillies fans, though. <laughs> so that does unfortunately rule out the president of the United States. Other elected officials, very very welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, we'll receive. Joe's entry, and we will just not even include it. That's what that's what will happen. Um, but the I, thing I, is, now now we've said that. Now we've said that. He'll just get Jill to do it. Oh, he'll just get Jill to do it. We couldn't turn Jill away. No, oh. no, we couldn't. Okay, wait a second. I forgot one little piece. If you listen this far in the episode, I'm going to give you a bonus. If you say "shag those balls" at some point during your recording of your entry, you will receive one entire bonus point, which. Could have helped some people this year, uh, last season. Um, so we're only saying that once. We're saying it right here. Save shag those balls in your entry, and you get a bonus point. So uh, if, if Jill Biden, if Dr. Jill Biden enters this contest <laughs> and says shag those balls, um, we may have to wrap up the podcast forever. That would be the – you can't you can't top that. Yeah, if, if you're listening to this but you don't want us to record any more episodes and you do know Jill Biden <laughs> – this is your this is your chance to finally get us to shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, there are people who who that could potentially apply to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, oh, well, good stuff. All right, uh, we'll see. Up. We'll see you here in a few days. I guess we'll see. We'll back here for opening day very soon. Back here for opening day, and I think we're we're going to try and record much more regularly than we we did at the end of last season. Uh, probably more episodes a bit shorter and I think there's going to be a lot of griping and complaining pretty quickly about how bad our teams are <laughs> but it should be should be fun all the same I'm excited I am so excited to watch baseball and um, I'm really really excited to actually come over and watch baseball in real life for the first time since the World Series in 2019 it's a lot a lot of a lot has happened since then no one else has won the World Series though that's that's true. That and, is that is true. And no, thanks thanks to Capital One, no one ever will win another World Series that's not <laughs> the World Series presented by Capital One. Yeah, the Nationals could be the last ever winners of the World Series. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. All well, right, let's shag those balls. I'll see you there. Shag them. <laughs>